How's it going? Okay, so if you're hearing this, you're probably like, what's going on? Why are you talking to me like this? Uh, well, so we, we, we went through a rebrand. We originally were, speaking of which, we're now Drunken Book Club. But I wanted to keep old episodes alive. So here are the episodes before the main update to Drunken Book Club. These are, you know, episodes that we did on a bunch of different books before we rebranded to Drunken Book Club. I keep referring to us as Drunken Book Club, but also reference speaking of which, which is the old podcast. So there we are. Also, our new socials for this are at DBC underscore pod for Twitter. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash Drunken Book Club. Definitely recommend checking it out. It's only a dollar a month, and you can tell us what books to read. All right, well, that's it. You guys enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Have you ever thought to yourself, hey, these guys should talk about this book on Drunken Book Club? Or even, hey, I want to hear them gush about this on Rubles Rupees. Well, guess what? We'll listen to you if you pitch in a dollar on our Patreon. That's right, for one dollar, we'll listen to you. And along with that dollar, you know what else you get? You get access to all the bonus episodes that I put out every single week, including the backlogs, and early access to all our podcasts and videos, and everything else that I put up on there. So for a dollar, I think it's pretty much worth it, but you be the judge. Check it out. It's at patreon.com slash speaking of which. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to a drunken book club. I'm your turning into a depressive falcon, Christopher the Ruble, joined with... The girl that has cool animals in her backyard, Sam. <laughs> and today we're... Hey, it's, you know, as always, April. It, it, there's a certain holiday in April that we celebrate that just coincides with the beliefs of the Animorphs. That's right, kids. Earth Day. No, I was going to make a weed joke with 420. I thought you were going to make a Neil banging out the tunes joke. Nope. Not making a Neil. They don't turn into hairless rats. True. But so. Neil banging out the tunes is great. Neil banging out them tunes the 13th of April. No, Earth Day. As celebrated every every year on April. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we always read an Animorphs book, and we're up to number three, The Encounter. The, the first one starring our, our uh, famous hawk protagonist, Tobias. On this episode, we didn't... Sam's not drunk. I'm a little drunk because I... Originally, we weren't going to get drunk for this one because I still haven't passed my kidney stone. I haven't been feeling great still. But at the same time, I'm not feeling great for, you know, more than one reason. So I'm like, I could use a drink, honestly. So I had uh, two shots of apple whiskey and now I'm working on a brass monkey because... Like we remembered from the last time, brass monkeys get us fucked up. Yeah. And I'm just having a Newtopia Cider Chimia River. Chimia River. Because I like it and I already have a bunch. Wait, I had four and I wanted to kill this before it went bad. Yep. You still have one more. No, that can be finished easily. I know. I'm just saying. Okay. Also, hey, huge trigger warning for this episode. There is, you know, up for trigger warning for suicide... And body dysmorphia. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, if you need to step out of this one, we get it. Like, no no shame. No shame. Like, this book, this one's pretty fucking hardcore. Like, it, I, I kind of had to speed read it, and that was rough. Because I was like, I need a break. But I'm like, no, I've got to get through it. Because... Yeah. I'm, like, we, we did kind of rush this one. Because, you know, hey, I'm not going to lie. 
Um, I mean, as always with the Animorphs ones, I always go to the Animorphs wiki to get the notes because I'm like, I don't have time to read and take notes on these ones because these ones tend to be a little meatier than your normal um, uh, Drunken Book Club book. So it's like, that's why I kind of go with the Animorphs wiki page on it. Uh, But I digress. So let's talk about this cover. Uh, We see a boy who I'm going to presume is Tobias, since he's the narrator of the book. Even though he's supposed to be blonde and the kid on this cover is... And kind of chubby. And chubby. We got got ourselves a fucking kid from freaking Home Improvement. Uh? But brown-haired. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I don't know. Yeah. Is he the one that had the, the, the goiter? (laughs) <laughs> yes, that one. I only remember that from the uh, very yes. special episode. But uh, he's turning and transforming into a hawk. Uh, the middle form looks kind of like that hawk guy from Rick and Morty. And I'd say his name, but I don't know it. Then if we open the cover, we see a depressed looking hawk in an awkward should I fly now pose. Yeah, it looks like it's like, am I, can, should, can I leave? Should, should I fly? I don't know. Am, am I supposed to fly now? Or? Also, uh, this book used to belong to someone named... Jeremy Love? Jeremy Cove? I can't tell if that's a C or not. Yeah, it's it's one of those, like... Well, just say, no, hey. I think it's Lovell, because there's L's afterwards, I think. Ah. Lovell. 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 Lol. Lol. Hey, Jeremy, we got your book, motherfucker. If you want it back, uh, you'll be needing to pay me $1.79, like how much I paid at Savers. I was going to say, it's one of those, you, you donated it, man, or your mom did, I don't know. Or probably parent, is, or... Probably the parent. <laughs> Sam, do you have your initial thoughts on this book? Because I knew what this book was about before reading this one. Because I started listening to some Animorphs wiki... Uh, uh Animorphs, um, podcast. And, uh, this one tends to be a big topic one that a lot of people like to talk about. And, uh, I, I, I mean, I already knew what was going to happen. You warned me about it. Like, I will say, you did warn me. Because, yeah. yeah. And uh, I knew it was going to be heavy. I forget how heavy Animorphs books are, is the one thing I will say. Because I like kind of get used to like the goosebumps and the, like... Bone the... chillers and fucking magic treehouse. And fucking Bailey school kids where it's we gawk at, at queer people. Yeah. yeah. No, these 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 books, they're something. All right, so here is the, here, here is the uh, notes. Here's the description of the book for all you at home who know nothing about the encounter. Uh, but I do recommend reading it. I think it's a really good one. It's good. It's just, it's intense. Yeah, as I was, it's, it's a heavy fucking book. And Sam, as always, you can interrupt me with your notes or you can wait till the end where I go over my notes. You're up to you. You can disrupt me if you like. Tobias is out flying one afternoon where he dive bombs down so he can liberate a female red-tailed hawk that was kept in a cage. Where it's being used as a mascot called Price Cut Polly in advertisements for a used car dealership. My thought is, wouldn't they use a parrot for Polly? You would think, right? Like, that's my thought. Is like, I would get a parrot. Worst name for a freaking bird. Why not, like, Price Cut Peregrine? Even though it's not a peregrine, Price Cut Peregrine. Get a falcon that will slash your prices in half. Yeah. Do something with the fucking like. At least if you said it was a falcon, it'd be closer. Yeah, because Polly is definitely a is definitely a parrot name. Yeah, Polly want a cracker? <laughs> Polly wants your blood. Uh, the dealer was starting a commercial when Tobias comes and grabs the cage and uses his beak to turn the combination. But people, 
including a mechanic with a wrench, try to shoo Tobias away. No, they don't try to fucking shoo him. They try to fucking whack him with that wrench. Yeah, I'm like... Fortunately, Rachel had come to help. She was in her elephant morph and started stomping and crushing cars. Tobias finally unlocks the cage and frees the hawk just as they hear police sirens. Woo-woo! Police here! Oh, we can't stop an elephant. Sorry. Our budget has been slashed. <laughs> no, it hasn't. We just don't care. We just don't care. Tobias... Oh, wait, no, I already read that. They head for the woods behind the dealership so Rachel can demorph. Later that evening, Tobias is flying and sees a shimmering in the air, which perplexes him. He decides to check it out again the next day at the same time. And this time... He notices a flock of geese seemingly run into an invisible wall in the air and fucking die. Yeah, I was like, that's brutal, because it's just like, because they're just like... They're just like, boom, 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 boom. And it, he was like, they're either crippled or dead, and I'm like, I feel like they're probably going to be dead because they're going to fall from like... You know what would have been a neat thing they... Well, I mean, if they had survived, <laughs> if if like a couple, like if one or two survived, would have been a neat thing is if um they ended up at Cassie's little ranch thing. Yeah. Like, that would have been a nice little, like, callback to the to an earlier chapter. Yeah. But, I mean, no, they're, they're fucking they're, dead. They, they're pretty much like, no, those bitches are K- dead. K.A. doesn't like to, like to spare the spare the rod. Yeah. She, she'll she spoil the child. It's it's if you spare the rod, then you'll spoil the child. Yeah. So what? she's not spoiling the child. No, she's not. Uh, Tobias suspects the anomaly to be a Yerk ship using a cloaking device to hide itself and tells the others about it. The group morphs into wolves to follow the last known direction of the ship into the mountains. They arrive at a lake that's heavily guarded by human and hork controllers. The ship decloaks over the lake, revealing itself to be a massive manta ray-shaped ship. Manta ray-shaped ship. Manta ray-shaped ship. It's fun to say. That collects water and air for the Yerkpool ship in orbit. Tobias see, also sees the hawk that he and Rachel freed and has an urge to be with her. Dreamweaver, I can sing and I can do the night. As the Animorphs head back, they're confronted by a real pack of wolves, and they were about to get into a battle over territory and a dead rabbit. Tobias dive bombs and takes the rabbit away while the Animorphs run for it. As Tobias gains altitude for a time reading, he panics to see that the morph time for the others was up, and he yells to them to demorph right away. Jake, Rachel, and Marco are stuck midway through morph, but Cassie gets them out of morph. They laugh with relief, though Tobias is happy he doesn't want to be there, and he flies off. Later that night, Tobias flies to Rachel's room, where he talks with, telling her that he's starting to forget himself, but she tells him that he is still the same on the inside, not the outside. You know, it'd be funny if she was, like, undressing and he came up to her and she's like, it's okay, you're a bird, I can undress. And he's just staring at her then, just... <laughs> his, little, his little hawk wiener poking out. <laughs> it's not like the otter that just always has the little <laughs> wiener poking out. The next day, they make plans to return to the mountains and morph into fish in the lake so that they get sucked up by the truck ship that they call and disable it from the inside and even show it to the world. Tobias heads up to the lake again to scope out potential hiding places, but his hawk instincts overpower him on the way, and he kills and eats a rat. Greatly disturbed by the experience, he flies to Rachel's gymnastics exhibition at the mall, with the intention of committing suicide. He flies around the mall in a panic state, attempting to slam into walls and the glass skylight, 
until Marco smashes open the skylight for him to escape. Tobias then regresses into his hawk instincts for several days, living in the woods and hunting rodents. His human side only reemerges when he sees an old man running from a hork near the mountain lake and helps him escape. He returns to Rachel to talk about what happened, and he decides that he needs to keep fighting the Yurks to remain human. That, it, that's literally a chapter. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I become full hawk, not wait. Like, no, no, I haven't. I can't. The animals revisit the lake and hide in an old bear cave until the Yurks arrive. They spend a lot of time fishing in order to acquire and morph into trout. Once they are finished, Tobias carries them one by one to the lake to avoid notice by the Yurks, who have the area locked down. The others are successfully sucked up into the ship, and they discover that the water tank is sealed off inside. They are trapped. Dun dun dun! They communicate this information to Tobias and ask him to bring the ship down if possible. What am I gonna do with a fucking hawk, guys? They're like, no, we can't be taken alive. Fucking kill us, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tobias is spotted by Visor 3 and is identified as an Andalite bandit. To avoid attacks from the blade ship, the bug fighters, and helicopters, he lands on the truck ship. The one place he can be sure the Yurks won't risk firing. A Texan emerges out onto the deck to kill him. But Tobias kills it and takes its dragon beam. He struggles up to the front, where he fires the beam at the ship's bridge and causes it to fly out of control and crashes into a bugfighter. A large gash is torn in the side of the ship, and the other animorphs come pouring out with the water that had been collected, as if they were like an oil, or inside an oil carrier. Those were my words. Uh, they quickly morph into their bird of prey morphs, and try to escape, but the blade ship follows them. Tobias again sees the female hawk, but the Yurks, mistaking her for him, fire a draken beam, disintegrating one of her wings and causing her to plummet back towards the ground, no longer able to fly. They escape and having destroyed the truck ship, but the Yurks are able to cover it up. Tobias feels distressed over the death of the female hawk, reminding Rachel that a raccoon, wolf, or another hawk would have eaten her body as she lay defenseless, but realizes that this emotion is what makes him human, because a true hawk would not have cared if another hawk had died. Tobias discusses this with Rachel, and begins to accept his newly found balance between being a hawk and being a human. The end, everybody! <laughs> so, let's get into some of our notes. Yes. Um... My first note I have is, I'm excited to finally have my boy Tobias be the star in a book for once. Because, uh, I won't lie, Tobias is my favorite, is probably my favorite character from the beginning, because he was a fat kid, he was bullied, you know? Yeah. I was a fat kid, Sam was bullied, so here we go. I was a fat kid and got bullied. Hey, there we go. I just wasn't a boy. Yeah. So, hey, it's relatable. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed Tobias, and I'm just pissed that Tobias, unfortunately, doesn't get as many books as the rest of the Animorphs. Because him and Axe have to split up between each other. Oh. And split books between each other. So the next time it would have been a Tobias book, it's an Axe book. Which, do you know who Axe is? That's the Andalite that comes and is like, hey everybody! Yeah, he's in the next book. Hey, spoilers. <laughs> I mean, uh, again, I think I read that at some point, but it's been... Yeah. 18 years? Probably more. I think that was 12 when I read it. Okay. So yeah, 18 years. 
Uh, K.A. describes the sensation of flying so perfectly. So, she legit, like, puts so much effort into every single time Tobias is, like, flying and just soaring through the air. Like, and puts so much detail and beauty into every word. Yeah, I'm like, I want to go flying. Yeah, it's like, I wish I could fly. And not be stuck as a hawk. Yeah. A suicidal hawk. Well, and some of the stuff of when he talk when they talk about like the dysmorphia. I'm Yo, like, oh. that's my punk band name, Suicidal Hawk. Yeah. Suicidal Hawk. Suicidal Hawk. But uh, sorry, what were you saying before I rudely interrupted you with my punk band name? But yeah, just the way she describes the dysmorphia and like the pain of him just like feeling oh, oh, like oh, he oh, can't I have that later in my notes. Is fucking. Yeah. It's beautiful, but it's brutal. So. Um, she, she takes, she, see, she makes the noise that the red-tailed hawks make, uh, in this book. Scream! No, that's not what it says in the book, Sam. Do you know how it's spelled out? T, isn't it? T-S-E-E-E-E-E-R. Tear! Tear! It's a weird way of describing what a red-tailed hawk sounds like. I used to work where some, some red-tailed hawks actually roosted, and you could hear their calls every now and then, and I would never describe to seer. As, as a way that it would be. Well, I'm al- almost wondering just because it's instead of like, tisir, like, tsir, yeah. Then, then I don't know how I would describe it. Like, it's the, I guess it's the best onomatopoeia she could put in. Because it, it, birds Chris, are Chris, put the, put the sound in. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to sound, but I don't know if tisir is right. Is a hawk's beak dexterous enough to unlock a lock? With a number combination. Well, I also pointed out the fact that he can remember four numbers like that, like, so quickly. Yeah. Is kind of impressive. Because I, I can... And I'm not working on, like, flying while I'm trying to remember four numbers in a row sometimes. I'm just saying, he's not us, Sam. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember four numbers like that pretty fast, honestly. As long as I, like, repeat it in my head. What would, what, what, like, if anything, if he wanted to, if she wanted to make it, like, kind of, like, more suspenseful. She should have had him like try to re- like like remember the four numbers. And be like two, four, five, six, or whatever. Yeah. These are the numbers I have to remember. And then it's like near the end, he's like, "Shit, what's the last number?" And that would have been a good little p- bit of tension there. I mean, yeah. even though there's a lot of tension already going on with, "Oh my god, that wrench almost fucking hit me." Yeah. Uh, the first chapter shows off something really some some really interesting foreshadowing. Having Rachel and the hawk that Tobias say being there and how both represent a form of him wanting to be human and in love with Rachel and, and because he he constantly calls her beautiful yeah. and how he wants to go wild with the hawk. It's, it's a nice duality of the senses and really shows off. It's like a great intro to how the book is going to be, yeah. you know, him fighting this duality of his of his own sense of yeah. self. Of his human brain versus his hawk brain. Yeah. I, I, I think that's just a wonderful way of introducing the book and how it's very well done. You know, especially, and, and of course, Rachel would be the one to help. You know, it, it, it just makes sense for her to do it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that that's clearly the love interest for him. Like, I'm pretty positive later on in the books they get together. I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, ooh, I love you, Hawk. I also love the description of Rachel transforming from an elephant to herself. Her ropey tail was sucked up like a piece of spaghetti. Is my favorite line. Yeah, one of my like, favorite lines in the book. It's very visceral. Like I know what that like. Yeah. Just right into the butt. Just, uh, you got into any, a tailbone. You got anything else to say? So, too? I put on page seven my least favorite part of Animorphs. The whole. 
Body horror. The body horror of them transforming. Oh, that's my favorite Because they will go through it in detail, like, both times I have transformations. They will, like... And at one point, I even joke, because uh, with the time's almost up, they're struggling to morph back. Yeah. And Marco has, Hold like... Hold that. I have notes on that. Okay. Hold it. So... Tobias is mad crushing on Rachel. <laughs> yeah. I also put Hawk the... Hawk says basically fuck this shit about once he once once she gets free she's like nope yep so uh if this series began in the 2010s their shoe problem would be solved with those gross toe shoes because they kept saying hey we don't want it, you know they keep being like we don't know how to transform without shoes or with shoes on yeah and that was something I I pointed out of if they had those gross toe shoes they'd be okay. I realized something also with the, like, it's weirdly dated in, like, two ways. Hmm. One, Radio Shack is still alive. <laughs> but There's a, there are a lot of different ones that they labeled. Uh, there was that bookstore, too. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah. That got referenced. That doesn't exist anymore. But another thing I'm like, it's weird because nowadays, mm-hmm. when they're like, I can't tell you what city I'm in, I'm like, if it was an actual city, yeah. nowadays you could probably actually dox them based on some of the information on this book. Yeah. Because they're a coastal city. Mm-hmm. They're they have of... they have green and knolls for one, and that really that's obvious. It's got to be south. Well, and also when they say the also go- Bush Gardens, it's it's literally Bush Gardens. They're in fucking Florida. Well, they could be in Virginia because that's the original one. Oh, gotcha. There's two of them. Gotcha. Oh, you're right. I, I googled it because I wanted to double check that. Goggle it. <laughs> there was one in L.A., but that was gone a long time ago. <laughs> but so I put so basically you just gave away that you're either in Florida or Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, like, even if you don't say, oh, well, you don't know if it's Bush Gardens or not. It, it's it's Bush Gardens. It's obviously tropical enough for the Green and Alls, as you said. Yeah. It's not a huge town, because it's small enough that they say a mile away is a big distance. B. Dalton's. That place doesn't exist anymore. Does Benetton's even exist anymore? Or Nine West? Nine West still exists, because that's like a clothing place, I think. Okay. I don't know about some of them, because it might be a regional thing or a yeah. different town than what we... Oh, Mrs. Fields. I uh, I miss Mrs. Fields. We don't have one in town anymore, do we? I don't think so, because uh, it's not yeah. at the Tucson Ball anymore. Yeah, we used to make Mrs. Fields uh, cookies at my theater, and they were not as good as the actual Mrs. Fields. I kind of figured, just because yeah. it's not the same like, it's when you not don't the get same. it no. at like, the actual uh, place. I wanted one of those giant cookie cakes. Oh, those are great. Right? They're so good. Where can we get one of those right now? We'll look it up later. Okay. You owe me one. Okay. I will buy you one. All right. Use my card. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I realized that I'm, because I was thinking, because I already put that of like, so yeah. you, when they're like, oh, the gardens. Yeah. But I was also like, it'd be really easy to dox these kids. Like nowadays. <laughs> uh, we get to dox the animals, uh because we're just so low leets. Well, because again, they give away, they're like, we can't tell you our name or what city, but again. Yeah. Based on where, what they can grab. Hmm. And other things they give away it wouldn't be yeah. impossible it's yeah. harder in the 90s because they didn't have google where you could just be like yeah or even if you like or maybe you didn't even know of a place called the gardens or could put two and two together yeah. on that one. if you didn't watch tv where the jack hannah's at bush gardens every fucking saturday yeah. i mean that's where it worked <laughs> yeah but still it was one of those like it was literally like <laughs> yeah gee i wonder what it's based off and then jack hannah's like i'm here at bush gardens here I'm with here this at animal. Bush gardens. and the animal's like my dad used to watch it all the fucking time I would watch it just because the animals. Yeah, same. I would watch it with my dad as well. <laughs> and then there is other stuff, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. So Tobias has really grown a pair. He, like, what's it called? Everyone takes up really, like, some really good pot shots at Marco with the thought. And here, here's, here's the great part. 
is like Marco was like saying, we have to save the world. And then fucking Tobias is like, oh, I thought you didn't want to save the world. And, and he's like, yeah. Fuck you, Tobias. Yeah, like everyone fucking picks on Marco. I'm here for it though. Cause... Right? I'm not. Marco's my second favorite character. Because he was a short boy that what? that girls liked. <laughs> I was not short. I'm not Eli. You hit puberty late though. I did. I didn't. I wouldn't say I hit puberty late. I was a late bloomer. Not in that sense, Sam. I was a late bloomer in another sense. Okay. In the jacking off <laughs> sense. Because uh, he's Hispanic. Yes. There we go. That's another good reason. Uh, I get Tobias with the I hate people feeling sorry for me because I'm stuck as a hawk and have no home to return to. But then saying he's never had a home since his parents died. <gasps> yeah, <I'm> like, sadness. <laughs> I don't know, poor Tobias. I'm like, I want to hug this hawk boy. <laughs> uh, Even if all I can say, yeah! Right. Also, the Rubbermaid container in the basement just feels so heartbreaking. It's like a divorced dad eating <laughs> beans out of a can. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I just, I did like that, like, he tried to make it better for it. Like, yeah. And, like, it's, it, it's at least a truck kind of thing. Like, yeah. Also, he definitely shouldn't be eating that meat. That shit's too greasy, and that's going to ruin his feathers. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. I drew a possum because I mentioned possums. <laughs> okay. And I got distracted and I drew a possum. So, uh, end of chapter 30 is a real downer. And I, 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 I apparently I got to read that. So, um, let me see here. It bothered me that Marco was right. But he was. Marco might be a pain in the butt, but he's a very smart guy. It worried me a little. It made me wonder, was he right about other things as well? How many risks could we take before we lost? How long till the five of us were four or two or none? Yeah. I think th- I think that's what I wanted was that last part. Just damn, guy. Yeah. So one thing that I pointed out also, just totally different note, just a weird little nitpick. Yeah. I was like, do middle schoolers know like the phrase of you get off to this? Because it's like, you know, you get off. Ooh, like... you skipped ahead. Oh, okay. You skipped ahead. Yeah, because I, I do have that actually written up. But Wait, yeah. Alright, did I skip? Did I put. I could have Page 29 is what I. So yeah, I, I guess I forgot to put that in my notes because I totally. I totally wrote something about that on, on here, but I guess I forgot to. I guess I didn't. Yeah, to totally get off on this. I was like, do they know that means like jerking off to. Probably not. I would, Maybe. I would think. They're 13, so yes, they probably do. But I mean, it's kind of more of a common phrase from the 90s. Yeah, but I was like, did they accusing her of like jerking off to Tinder? It's enough flicking the bean to it. The explanation on why Marco can't be a boy wolf is amazing. You t- you two already try to fight for dominance. We don't want to see it as wolves, too. That was a great line. I'm like... Because like, at first I was like, why can't they take turn? And then I crossed it out when they put that. I'm like, you know what? Valid. Valid. Very valid. Also, I put, like, the... the Of the alpha. I'm like, isn't that squash nowadays? Like, no, that, 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 that concept is false. Like, it's been fa- proved false for a while now, too. Yeah. And this book came out in, like, 95 or whatever. Uh, when Cassie marked into the wolf and called out Rachel for eating bacon when she said she was going vegetarian is great. That was. That that part made me laugh so hard. It's just like, okay, okay, Cassie calling out Rachel. But she started trying to go vegetarian last book though, right? I think so. So it's, it's a nice callback to the previous one. Yeah. And one thing I pointed out with uh, Cassie, because they talked about like her bright green and pink leotard. Yeah. I'm like, I know exactly what it looks like. <laughs> because it's like the most 90s oh, leotard yeah. you could ask for. He had a special wolf job to perform. <laughs> a wolf job. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Did you forget about that? I forgot about Wolf Job. See, we, we, you laugh at, what's it called, the real thing, and then I laugh at Wolf Job. Folks, if you don't know what Wolf Job is... Don't Google it. Google it. <laughs> Google it. It is a 3D anthropomorphic wolf jacking up a naked 3D guy with his paws. And it, it, it's... I'm not even describing it well enough. It's fucking amazing. It's so low quality. It's so great. Oh, and somebody, at one point, they're like, oh... Before we get distracted, kill a moose, I put, or have a moose kill them, because moose don't fuck around. Moose don't. Moose will kick your head in, wolf. Yeah. Like, they they give zero zero fucks. Also, uh, I like that Jake has to mark his territory, and then they stop just to hell. Yeah. I I think that's hilarious. Just, oh! Well, what I love is once one starts, they're all like, oh no, I need to join in too. Yep. Ow. Ow. So, uh, Tobias' inner monologue on page 41... Uh, okay, so I'm starting at maybe later. Maybe later I would ask Jake or Rachel about it. Then you could ask them what it was like to be human. Maybe they can tell me about that too, I thought bitterly. Stop it, Tobias, I ordered myself. Stop it! I guess I felt that if I ever started to feel really sorry for myself, I might never stop. Ugh. That just, Ugh. just ouch. Just so much ouch baby. in this book. Baby, 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 boy. Boy. baby, 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 the ship being described as the size of Delaware and then Idaho. Make up your mind, Marco. <laughs> they didn't call him out on that. They're like, I thought it was I Delaware. Know. Yeah, I was about to say, I literally wrote that and then fucking Cassie mate said it. And I was like, oh, they, they beat me to it. But I still said, or I'll, I beat them to it. What was the thing of, oh, somebody was like, how do they get here? How did they get here or something like that? Mm-hmm. I put they got here by fucking. What I, the f- I don't know why I put that, but I put that as that a, is a That's a very random way of- Probably the wolves, I don't know. Can I see page 57? I want to see if I can pr- see what contest. 57. Dude, I can. I got it. I want to see it. There you go. Daddy. I want to see the wolves. Okay, so. I didn't even do it with straight face. So, the, how did the wolves get here, basically, I think is what they, what they basically put. Because it's, they were, yeah. And I'm like, fucking? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Sam. Thank you. I was... Well, they said that they were just barely reintroduced in this part. Gotcha. Earlier on in the book. Like, I think literally the previous chapter. I mean, they did get there by fucking just... Yeah. In a, in true. A long ways away about it, kind of thing. Oh, God. The mangled speech of half-wolf Marco crying... Was so fucking horrifying. Yeah, that like, was like... Like, legit, like, when they're morphing back into human when they're late, is just one of the most grotesque and freaky scenes... And then, like, when Marco stares at Tobias in fear and hatred to inspire him to turn back to human, it's really oh. unsettling. Like, did you not put that together? No, I saw, I, I, I put that together just yeah. hurt. Like, it's yeah. still, like, because that was like, such a raw, he like... He used that power and energy of, like, his fear and hatred of be- being stuck as a wolf. Like, Tobias being stuck as a fucking hawk. Like, that shit was freaking brutal. Yeah, I'm like, oh, because I think even Tobias says it. I'm like, yeah. he's, he's using me as an example. And, and I like, don't, and he's like, I don't care. I'm like, oh, oh, baby boy. <laughs> baby, baby boy. <laughs> I got another thing. To oh, read. and then the other thing yeah. I put is Mark, just at Marco with the half-transforming back. So I was trying to find humor in the horror. Yeah. Of the, you know that one yokai with the human face? <laughs> with the, the dog, dog body? Yeah, I'm like, he's now a yokai. <laughs> Okay, read page 65 and in all of page 66. Okay. They were all laughing, all giggling with relief. We're okay, Jake sighed. I was happy for them. Really, I was. But suddenly, 
I didn't want to be there. Suddenly, I desperately didn't want to be there. I found an awful gaping black hole open up all around me. I was sick. Sick with the feeling of being trapped. Trapped forever. I looked at my talons. They would never be feet again. I looked at my wing. It would never be an arm. It would never again end in a hand. I would never touch. I would never touch anything. Anyone. Again. I dropped from the branch and opened my wings. Tobias! Jake shouted after me. But I couldn't stay. I flapped like a demon, no longer caring that I was tired. I had to fly. I had to get away. Tobias, no! Come back! Rachel cried. I caught a blessed breeze and soared up and away. My own silent, voiceless scream echoing in my head. Brutal! I don't know why I decided to write every single depressing part for me to read. A. Oh, here we go. Hamburger cannot be good for a hawk. Is literally the next thing I wrote. Uh, they mentioned Doom. How 90s of them. Also, poor Tobias not being able to play Doom. Yeah. Because Doom is awesome. Yeah. As I was say, if you've never read the uh, the Doom book that I've read for Drunken Book Club a long time ago, uh, you should read it. It's really good. <laughs> Also, Doom. Go play Doom. It's free on Xbox Game Pass. Get it on the PC or your Xbox today. Pew, pew. Doom. Play four-player deathmatch with your friends. Or family if you hate them. Ka-chow. The moment when Tobias ate the rat is a good turning point for the book. It's literally, I think, like the halfway point of the book. Of when he captures the rat and then starts eating it. It's like, bam. Just bam. Yeah, just, uh. Chapter 15 is a lot to unpack. Fucking suicide attempt and Marco being a decent guy and saving Tobias's life. Yeah. Like, I think that's something that, like, really should be mentioned in this. Is that, like, throughout the early parts of the book, like, I think Tobias even says, I don't really consider, like, every one of them my friend. And it's clear that he's talking about Marco. Because Marco's kind of a putz. He's kind of an asshole to Tobias. Yeah. You know? Because Jake's, Jake's a nice guy. Jake's a nice guy. But even in the first book, Jake even kind of reluctantly accepts... Uh, Tobias as his friend. He's like, yeah, he doesn't really have any friends, but he's not like a dick, so let's yeah, we, he's, we he's hang not, out. I was about to say, he's just that kid that hangs out with us because I defended him once or twice. Yeah. And then, just fucking, it turns out Marco does actually care for Tobias, because like, he, he literally threw a baseball into a fucking skylight to save his life. Like, that's a fucking feast right there to yeah. do. Like, and he just saves his life, and he, it turns out he's just a good, decent guy. Yeah. You know? Marco may, may put up this front, but he's a good person. Yeah. I'm just sad that we have to wait two more books before we get to his his first book. And his first book is a fucking wallop. Yeah. yeah. It's a wallop. Mm. It's a wallop, eh? Just... Look at that wallop, eh, there. It's called Square Shits. Look at him Square Shits. I thought that was Wombats. Oh, yeah, you're right. Wallop, eh? Uh, <laughs> the moment... Oh, wait, no, I'm not at that part. One chapter and Tobias is back to normal. That was fast. I mean, for what it's worth, it's not like she could have gone multiple chapters, I think, as the Hawk. Yeah. It would have been just really weird and, like, uh, school shootery, I think. <laughs> I hunt. I kill. I hunt again. If the kid was like, I re- on the plus side, it'd be a great screening tool to which kids need the most therapy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tobias could definitely use therapy. Oh, no, true. Like, but I'm saying, this, like... This kid needed therapy about two books ago. Yeah. I'd say actually probably, like, five, because... His parents fucking died, and his there's there's, aunt no, and uncle there's died. no negative two. It needs a negative two where it just goes. He goes to therapy, 
Because you need that poor boy needs therapy. It's psychosomatic. I also love Tobias not liking to see them morph back into a human because he's just like. I, I feel like one part, one, it's because it's grotesque, and two, I think he misses the sensation of being able to be human again. Yeah, he doesn't get that ability. Yeah, he's stuck, at least for now. Da-da-da. Okay, here, here's my favorite thing. Wait, don't they have an osprey and bald eagle form? Why not fish as a bird? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I was kind of thinking that, too. Yeah, because they legit are, like, they're fishing with a literal, like, they're not even lo- using a fishing pole. They're using fucking... A line and a hook to go fishing. And it's like, why didn't you just turn into an osprey or a bald eagle? And just go, nah. Those are literally birds that go fishing. Yeah. Like. Where they could just go, oh, look. Yeah. I feel like part of the problem is, though, is that they might do the instinct where they just start to eat it instead of get the DNA. I think they would have been good. Just... They, they've, they've flown enough times. I, well, I guess they've only flown like the once. Ah, shoot. Visitor 3 is here to be the incompetent villain he is. Ah, yeah. Uh, Cassie being upset that a Horkbajir killed a deer because they never hurt anyone is such a sad girl thing to say. Deer kill people, Cassie. But it's kind of like brutal because the deer was just deer kill by. people, Sam. I'm not saying I'm not saying they don't kill people. Deers are murderers. Fucked up because they're weird animals. But I'm just saying it's more one of those like it wasn't gonna attack deer them. Deer kill people, Sam. It's not gonna kill a fucking giant tanker. It's gonna keep Horkbajir aren't that. Not a tanker. No, I'm saying the giant ship thing, because it was basically the ship. Well, what if ship. it attacked one of the humans? One of the human yard controllers? Maybe he's just making sure that they're okay. Probably not, because it seemed to be anything that moved. Rest in peace, She-Hawk. Yeah, put Rest that in too. She-Hawk. A satisfying ending with the acceptance of being half-hawk and half-human. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any more notes for you? So one thing I pointed out is they talked about, like... Tobias kind of makes a reference to the old adage, and I can't remember who wrote it. Yeah. But the whole, like, a tiger is not evil because, one, it doesn't know what it's doing. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it does it to survive. Because Rachel points that out when he's like, I killed things. Yeah. And she's like, you did it to eat food. Yeah. They're doing it to be, like, shitty and colonize the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a different kind of thing. Like. Yeah, for sure. And I just liked that moment of her just being like, no, it's different. Like, It's very different. And I, I'm glad that he does have this human side to be able to communicate this out with her. Yeah. And her to just be like, no, that's you're not a bad person for eating, like, a rat. It's like, it's it's not that she, he's, she's saying that he's a bad person. She's saying it that you're not fully a hawk. You're doing this because you need to eat. I mean, fuck, man. Don't eat the hamburger. It's going to ruin your feathers. You want to keep flying, don't you, no, buddy? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Though, is that she's defending the point of yeah. him eating. Like, yeah. she's she's like, you're nothing like them for killing. You have to survive some way. Yeah, you're doing it to survive, not to be a douche. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, I put that. I already talked about. That. I'm just trying to see if there's anything. Yeah, that's the main parts of. Well, not the lady hawk wanting to fuck, basically. I don't. They didn't know. I think Tobias was the one who wanted to fuck. But she was giving him like. She was not giving him fuck me eyes. The hawks don't have fuck me eyes. They have stern eyes. The closest they have thing... stern, disappointed dad eyes. <laughs> Imagine as they fuck, she just turns around and just yeah, same eyes. All right, so the morphs in this book. I I do this every single time. Uh, Jake transformed into the alpha male wolf, a trout, and returned into a peregrine falcon. Rachel repeat one of the elephant, she wolf, trout. And bald eagle. Repeat. Cassie did wolf trout osprey and Marco wolf trout bald eagle. Uh, but here's some inconsistencies that I noticed as well. 
wasn't Marco's bird an osprey? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't keep track, in all honesty. Yeah, and then I also already said that Tobias is a blonde-haired chubby boy. I think that's just Mark, whoever they got to pose for. Apparently, I, I read it in one of the wiki things, I think on the Animorphs wiki, that the kid had sent in his picture and he was blonde, and then when he came in, he was he was a brunette, and they're like, well, shit, we just have to fucking take a picture of him now like this. And then, like, later on, um, what's it called, K.A. Uh, wrote him as a dirty blonde. So, more relatable to me, because I was also a dirty blonde. Same. Yeah. All right, so here's my review. This may be my new favorite of the Animorphs books. The struggle that Tobias has keeping a grip on his humanity while trapped forever in the form of a hawk is a brutal story to tell, and it's well executed in the hands of K.A. I know future books will have Tobias as a narrator, not too often, sadly, and I look forward to said books. If I had to complain about anything, it might be the rushed ending and the Bert shoot- and also him shooting a gun as a hawk. <laughs> that was hilarious, though, in the sense of, like, I'm not gonna question it. It feels a bit corny and action movie-like, and it does cause the book to feel a bit uneven in tone and structure for me, but I really enjoyed this book and look forward to the next one. Five wolves peeing on a tree out of five for me. What about you, Sam? God, like, it was it was depressing, but so good in that sense of, like... It's, it's a well-structured book, especially for a young adult audience. Yeah. And one of the things I really like with Animorphs is they win, but it's not all of a sudden, like, they, like... And I know part of it's it's so that they It's never a good keep... winning. Yeah. It's never a good win. They like, show that, like, war sucks balls. Like They're no... literally children, child soldiers. Yeah. There's no happy ending for them, technically. Yeah. Like, they are forever going to be scarred by these events. Like... We're yeah. going to lie to ourselves. They're going to be scarred for life. Like, I may have not read all of Animorphs, but I know for a fact they're going to be this way. Well, and again, even in book two, Rachel was talking about, like, PTSD. Yep. And being stuck in a body like that's got to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And it already fucks him up a little bit in this book. So, so yeah, I would you... give it five out of five, too. Five out of five as well? All right. Any recommendations? Um, not that I can think of. Like, other than more Animorphs? I have one. A book by Ryan Groudon called Wolf by Wolf. Uh, the protagonist, Yale, has the ability to sh- skin shift after years of experimentation at a do- Nazi death camp. As a result of wearing different identities for the most of her life, she no longer remembers her original appearance. I felt that had a very strong resemblance to this book for that. And also fighting alternate history Nazis is always a cool thing. Yeah. So... Check out that book if you got time. Uh, Sam, do you got a song we should go off on? Um, I've got a couple ideas. What are your ideas? Okay. Hole in the Sky by Black Sabbath, because that's what, what he described the glimmer as. It was a hole in the sky. Yeah. Howling at the Moon by the Ramones, because they were howling. Or also She-Wolf by Shakira. But I was thinking She-Wolf we, by We've Shakira. used that one before. <laughs> Just because, ah, woo. Yeah. And also, I Walked This Lonely Road by Green Day. Because I it, it, it fits. I think the last one fits the most. Yeah. I think the last one might be the option we choose. I go with. I'm going with it. Okay. You know me to. I don't you you won't say day. you won't say no to a Green Day. Yeah. You won't you won't say no to St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Green Day. Mm. <laughs> Everyone was like, it's 420. <laughs> it's a weed joke. It's a weedy joke. And I'm like, I don't know. I just like the band. Yeah. That was that was my response as a kid, and it still is as an adult. Yep. Alright, well thanks for joining us this time on Drunken Book Club. Hey, next time we're reading Holiday Inn for May, as chosen by our 
awesome patron, Trey, at Yurtosaurus. If you'd like to choose books for us as well, join our Patreon. It's a dollar a month. We'll listen to your choice of books for us, or even options for... If you want us to do a Ruples Rupees, we'll bring back Ruples Rupees. Or if you have an idea for a quizzer, or even want to make your own quizzer for us, we'll gladly do it. Yeah. And, I mean, that goes for any of the, like, kind of things. If you have a topic for us to talk about, dollar a month, we'll listen to your choice, and we'll do it. Yeah. And you also get a bonus episode every month. You get cut content, which doesn't happen too, too often anymore. And you also get uh, episodes early. I try to put them up at least by Monday, sometimes Tuesday, but never Friday. Because that's when the episode comes out. Because then it's not early anymore. Yeah, it's not early anymore. That that loses the purpose. And we also forgot to mention, you also get a patron shout-out. As always, we'd like to thank our patron, Trey, at Yurtosaurus. Thanks, Dude. Just another manic Monday. But hey, it's patreon.com slash speaking of which. One dollar a month, you can spend it on something worse, like nothing, because you can't really buy much for a dollar. Yeah. I, I guess you can like spend two fifty cents worth on one of those like candy machines in the mall. Five below has ten cent candies. Ooh. It, it's usually like the, like, here's an individual Jolly Rancher. I kind of figured as much. But still, you can buy. But you could buy that, or you can spend a dollar a month. I think it's worth it. I'm going to say, I would personally rather go for the Patreon. That's what you only like. have one dollar to donate. Because guess what? If You know what? If we got 12 patrons for just one month, that would pay for our yearly domain name of speakingofwitch.org. Yeah. But if we got a lot more than that, it would pay. We we could definitely pay for more stuff. It's not cheap. I'm not gonna lie. It's not. It's not cheap. I literally paid like a hundred something for the website last month or this 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 current month, and I'm like, damn. Thank God I got money right now. (laughs) And then in September, that's when I have to pay for the actual like domain shit. That one's that one's fucking costly. That one's costly. But hey. I'm not bitching. I'm not moaning. I just have the Patreon so you guys could help support us that way, or even helping us buy new equipment because we we could use new equipment. We I mean, technically I need a new co- uh, capture card for video games. Yeah, that shit ain't cheap. Yeah, but hey, even leaving a review or rating us on any of this, you know, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever, that helps also because it helps people find us or even see that hey, this this podcast well is well reviewed. I'll, I'll listen to it. I'll give it a try. I like Animorphs. Neat. They also talk about Goosey Bumps. That's right. Yes. And also get ready for July because that's going to be Goosebumps Month because both ju- both Goosebumps and myself turn 30. Follow Whoa. us at SOW underscore podcast on Twitter.com. And uh, Sam, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Inst... Well, just Twitter. I rarely ever use Instagram. And so you can find me, but I haven't uploaded shit in forever. At Berserker Rose. And hey, but the wonderful kind of day where we can why walk this lonely road, the lonely road, the lonely, 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 alone. Ah, ah, I don't know the words. Walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's only me and I walk alone. Uh, what does she do? She walks alone! Yeah! Ain't that right, kids? I'm done. Bye.